from Relay FM, this is Connected, episode 435. Today's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN, Indeed, and Capital One. I'm one of, I'm one of your co-hosts, Federico Vitici, and it's my pleasure, as always, this week, most weeks, now kind of every week, to introduce my other co-host, Mr. Stephen Hackett. Hello, Stephen. Is it that I'm not here every week, or it's not a pleasure every week? No, you are, you are, you are here every week. It's not you, you know, the person who travels around, goes places, sees stuff and people. You're always here. And wait for your introduction. I'm right? going to miss one in a couple of weeks. I am introduced yeah, <laughs> uh, by Federico and as, as normal most weeks. It's enjoyable. Some weeks it's awkward like it is right God, now. This is terrible. Mike. Yo, what's up? I'm back, baby. <laughs> Remember when we were good at podcasting? Uh-huh. That was fun. This is being good at podcasting. Everybody mm. does a regular intro. Who wants a regular intro? That's true. That's true. Ever you know, like usually it's like the crutch of the regular intro. Like we just go into these things. You don't even know what's gonna happen. You zig and zag. You gotta improvise. I mean, life is already pretty boring with when you know, we got routines and habits and alarms. Who cares about the intro? Just you know, just wing it, see what happens. I will say in not in defense of you, in attack of you, I guess is the opposite. <laughs> we do have like a structure of like this person introduces this person. It's like a whole website for it. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we did it. You got you got to start bringing the chaos, Federico. Just introduce people that aren't even here. Okay. Please welcome Craig Federighi. To the show. <laughs> <laughs> here he, here he comes. Good morning. Oh, it's Tim. No, that's, that's the, the wrong other, guy. Other that's, that's the wrong uh, guy. We are also joined by John Turnus. Today, welcome to the show, John. Oh, I like that. All right, Stephen, you got something to say? Yeah, I got something I want to say before we get started, uh, and it is on a, a serious note. Uh, but I'm from Memphis, uh, still live in Memphis. I've lived here my whole life, and if you've seen the news over the last week or so, no doubt you've seen uh, my hometown on the news. Uh, after the death of Tyree Nichols at the hands of Memphis City police officers. Now, five of those officers have been charged with second-degree murder, amongst other things, and other first responders have been taken off the job. There's more investigations going. And the special unit the officers served in has been disbanded. There are still questions about how what started as a traffic stop turned into a fatal beating, but there is no question in our minds, that there should be no place for this uh, in our society. Tyree was just 29 years old, and the simple truth is that no one should be treated the way that he was. Uh, It's infuriating and heartbreaking all at once to see people in Memphis and, and honestly all around the world live in fear of those who swear to protect all of us from the very crimes committed by these police officers last month. Uh, I hope that you'll join me uh, in mourning this and sending love and thoughts to this family, uh, but also join us in pressing our elected officials to restart conversations about police reforms to make the world a better, safer place for all of us. So I've got a couple of links in the show notes. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, there's a New York Times uh, kind of running page they have going on the story that is in the show notes, as well as a article on Vox that talks about some legislation about police reform that was in play here in the U.S. and kind of petered out and some stuff got passed and some didn't. But it is extremely unfortunate and extremely angering that we continue to see this uh, in our country. And I think it's something that uh, we need to address head on. And it being in my hometown uh, really drove that home for me in a new way. So um, 
so yeah, if you've reached out to me, a bunch of people have. Thank you. Like, obviously, this is a very hard time, but you know, I don't know this family. I can't imagine what this must be like, but it it cannot happen again. It's been uh, headline news here. Yeah, here too. Yeah, this one quite rightly is has captured the world's attention. Yeah, it's it's absolutely terrible and. Uh, I think the funeral is today. The vice president is here. We're also having an ice storm, so I don't know if that got postponed or not, but uh, it's been really unreal, and just this should not happen. There is no no reason under heaven that this should be allowed, and I'm thankful that so far the investigations and things have moved quickly, but I think we all desire to live in a world where we don't have to have these sorts of news stories and investigations ever again. Especially from people whose job is to protect others. Yep. Yeah. Right? It should never happen ever from anyone to anyone, right? But, like, the circumstances of this, it doesn't pass what you consider to be general human logic. Mm-mm. No. Right? No. I've seen the videos, and it's just incomprehensible to me that something like this can happen. So thank you, Stephen, for bringing it up on the show before we do the actual show. It was the right thing to do. It's just... Yeah, there, there are no words to 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 describe what is but tragedy and and effectively like a, like a, a murder of an innocent person. Just yeah. I don't know how to transition from that into the show, so we're just gonna do it. You just gotta do it. You just gotta do it. Just gotta do it. Follow up. Uh, the show now has a Mastodon account at Connected FM. Uh, yes, we are Hooray! on the Don. We're on the Don. <laughs> We're on the Don, baby. We're on the Don. Mm-hmm. Do it for the Don. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. What yeah. now? So, so I'll be uh, sending updates there. <laughs> what now? <laughs> <laughs> we got 36 followers. This is way Woo! too, way, way too... This is not enough people. We, we got to close the account. It's just... We failed. Oh, no, it didn't pass Federico's internal testing. We failed. 36 people, come on. Mm. What are we? Like a, an amateur show? Come on. Yeah, we've been doing this people. 10 years coming up. Please like and subscribe is what we're saying. Is I'm going to give what, credit. Do you follow? Do you follow? Is that the, is it? Yeah, follow. You, yeah. you Feddy follow. You fed- oh. <laughs> Fedola? <laughs> can, I, can I start using Feddy as like a, like a prefix to just a, a stuff that doesn't is not related to federation at all yeah i mean like feddy follow-up you should start (laughs) using it as like you know when people refer to themselves in the first person you mean the third person third person damn (laughs) it the third person you know so you'd be like because it's it is you know i don't know if you knew this but feddy is the beginning of your name okay so you know you could be like feddy doesn't like this (laughs) feddy Feddy doesn't like this Fatty doesn't. Well, Fatty, I'll tell you. Uh, Fatty, no, it just uh, it happened to me uh, a few years ago. I was talking to this person, and and I'm making up this name. Let's say this person was named Laura, and she and she, like I noticed that she was one of those people like using the third person, and at some point she goes like, uh, not because Laura thinks, and I look at her, and I'm like, who's Laura? And she's like, well, me. I'm talking about me. It's like, oh, sorry. It was a. <laughs> I I I really dislike it. But anyway, moving on. We have a we have a show account. Follow the account. Thank you. Fetty says follow. <laughs> Fetty says follow. <laughs> Fetty says follow. <laughs> Forty four followers now. It's a connected FM nice. at Macedon.social because mm. 
Relay is not in the business of running our own instance mm-hmm. at this point. Okay. Uh, moving on, I'm going to give Chip the uh, credit for this, but many people wrote in to correct me that lyrics are available in Apple Music. I, I had an off-the-cuff uh, moment in the show last week, and uh, in my defense, Federico agreed with me. I think it's just safe to assume Apple Music on the Mac doesn't get features. I just assume I just assumed that you were the expert, and I know, that Apple I Music been. is bad on macOS. John is always OTJ is always telling me about how bad music is on macOS. I just I, I just went with it. it was like yeah sure. I mean you don't have lyrics on macOS. Uh, I regret the assumption, Chip. I fatty regret it. Yeah, fatty fatty regrets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fatty. I'm so fatty. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we also spoke about the climate and temperature uh, sensors being unleashed in the HomePod Mini, or if you have uh, the new HomePod, if you've got one of those on its way. Uh, if you are using a pair and their two temperatures are in conflict and it's, it's driving you batty, uh, Tony wrote in, I said in the Home app on the Home Summary page, tap Climate. And then, then you can decide what temperatures are displayed. So you can go in there and say include in home summaries or turn that off, and, uh, and that's on a per home pod basis. So for me, like I've got two in my office, I just have one of them because I don't I don't need two things that are basically one degree apart. So uh, pretty cool. You can you can do that. Um, it did take about forty eight hours for for the temperature and humidity sensors in my home pod minis to show up. But they did eventually, uh, right after the update. I, I don't know what they're doing, but it took it took them a little while to populate for me. Maybe it's like trying to get a baseline. Yeah, configuring in some way. Well, couldn't they have been doing that for the last two years. Hmm. At any point, hmm. uh, I set up advanced data protection. Okay, with because it came to sixteen point three. It is a very long, very particular process. Like hmm. I had to do the whole thing. I had to set up recovery contacts. I didn't have one. Um, and then you have to go through the whole thing of like writing down. This is what Stephen was talking about before. Like you get like the recovery key thing. I don't remember if it's called that, but you know, it's like it's like the if you all else fails kind of key thing uh, that you have to write down and then type back in multiple times. Like you can't copy and paste it. Mm. Um, took a long time to set up, but it's done now. I've had a couple of things I've needed to re-sign into with my iCloud account, like my Sonos, uh, stuff like that. Like I think maybe doing this kind of like kicked a few things into needing reauthorization. I don't know that's the case, but I think that's the case. Um, but yeah, I've, I'm happy that it's available now and that I've got it set up. And as I say, it was long, like it was a long process. You've really got to sit down and give yourself some time to go through it. But they made it very simple to do, I think, um, provided that it works for you. Okay. It's, um, I still haven't done it, but that's good to hear. I recommend um, it. Okay. Safety and um, question for you. Can you mm. give us part of your security key? Sure. On the show? Okay. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me sign into one password. iCloud. This is called, you know, this okay, is what... So um, part of the yeah. key is E. Okay. Okay. That's one good. part of the key. Good. It's in there. Uh, good. So right. if anything happens to you, uh, an, an Apple calls, I'll just tell him E. I'm going to distribute know. the key 
Okay. Over episodes of Connected into the Future mm. secretly. Okay. The Fetty Key. And someone has to. The Fetty Key. <laughs> I'm going to federate the key. <laughs> this is actually federating the key. Yeah. I'm going to federate yeah. the key. And then if I die, the fir- you know, whoever can get there first, like National Treasure style, gets my iCloud account. You should fed the key throughout your, the course of your life. Yeah. Okay. Hear me out. You're going to federate the key. Maybe you give another portion on the show. Uh, another part of the key you write on like a piece of paper that you store like in a security box. Mm-hmm. And then you leave instructions like... Uh, What's it called? Like um, when when people need to find, like a like a hunt. Oh, like a treasure? No, treasure. Like hunt. a treasure hunt. Yes. Scavenger hunt. A scavenger hunt. Thank yeah. you. Like you should do it, and then when you know, as you know, far far into the future as possible, you will no longer be with us. Uh, we will all put together your key. And mm-hmm. take a look at all your photos and messages in iOS, you know, 52 or something. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. this. I'm gonna, okay. I'll, get, I'll get working on this. I'll get a Perfect. little lockbox. Perfect. Perfect. Fairly the key. Thank you. What version of iOS are we on now? 16.3. Going into 17 this summer. Okay, so let's say it's another 36 years. Mike just turned 35. Okay. So you will die when you're 71. That's not great. No, no. That why? ain't great. But you never know, right? This episode of Connected is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Going online without ExpressVPN is a bit like using your smartphone without a protective case. Most of the time, you'll probably be fine. But all it takes is one accident and uh, take it from me, you're going to wish you had that case. (laughs) Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in a cafe, hotel, or airport, your online data is at risk. A hacker on the same network could gain access and steal personal data. The sad fact is it's not terribly difficult to do, and your data is valuable. People can make a significant amount of cash from selling personal data online. The good news is ExpressVPN creates a secure, encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet, so people can't steal your sensitive data. It's easy to do. Just fire up the app and click one button to get protected. And it works on all of your devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. One of my favorite things about ExpressVPN is how fast it is. A lot of these services really slow down your traffic, but ExpressVPN is super speedy. Anywhere I've used it in my travels over the last several years, it's been uh, it's been excellent. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash connected. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com. Expressvpn.com slash connected. You can get three extra months for free. Our thanks to ExpressVPN for their support of the show and Relay FM. All right, so I've been teasing the boys today because I have, a, in the topic here, I've written Mike's Smart Home Surprise. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like this. I'm not used to surprises from you. Okay, well, let me try something else for you. Oh, oh no. There's no smart home surprise. Just like the quizzes are back. No. Oh my god. It's a new no. year and that means oh. we have a new oh, no. season of the quizzes. Welcome back to everybody's favorite podcast game show where I ask various sets of questions to my co-hosts and score them. We would like to close out the 2022 round of the quizzes where Steven scored 10,673 points and Federico scored 8,801 points. Congratulations to Stephen Hackett for winning year one 
of the quizzes. Federico, it's all on you to try and pick up some scores for year two. Okay. In year two, my pledge is to try and keep this point somewhat consistent throughout the year so it doesn't get out of hand like it did last year. <laughs> what do you mean? 10,000 points is a perfectly reasonable <laughs> number of points to win. It was a whole year of game playing, you know what I mean? Yeah, but but it's not like we played every episode. <laughs> we well, played six you times. Know. You know. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a combo in Street Fighter when you do it really <laughs> well and you go like, like 8,000 points. It's like, okay, jeez. Mm-hmm. So over the last month or so, I have been quizzing the passionate ones, the connected audience. Over 700 people filled out the how well do the passionate ones know you quiz, where I asked a bunch of questions about things that you two like, and the passionate ones had to try and guess what they were, right? So the way we're going to do this is family feud style, as we have before, where there are five possible answers that you can score points from. The most answered answer, the top answer is 50 points, 40, 30, 20, 10, and going on from there. I'll give you an example of a kind of question. So this is from one of our previous rounds where you had to guess what the passionate ones liked, where, for example, I said, what email app do you use? And if you would have said mail, that would have gotten you 50 points. Spark would have gotten 20 points, you know, that kind of thing. So with this one, what I wanted to know is how well do the passionate ones know you? And I've asked them a selection of questions, some app-related, some media-related, some device-related. And we're going to go through a selection of these today. The way it will work is I will be asking, what is Federico's favorite X? What is Steven's favorite X? They're different questions, but you both have the opportunity to guess for each round, right? So Federico and Steven, you will get to guess for for Federico's favorite and Steven's favorite and so on. Got it. Okay. You know, we're here we are. I have got all these answers and I'm ready to go. So we're going to start with Federico. You will get to answer first. Okay. You are challenging for wins today. Okay. And we're going to start with what is Federico's favorite movie? Ooh. Over 700 people answered. Ooh, okay. So what is your first guess for what the passionate ones say is your favorite movie? This is something I've said on the show many times. Uh, I guess, you know, the passionate ones must have paid attention, maybe. I'm going to say Titanic. I remember you saying this. In fact, the whole reason that this game exists is because of you saying you like Titanic. It made me think, like, how well do people know these answers about you? Yeah. The answer is... Maybe not that well. That scores you 20 points. It was our fourth highest answer. People don't know me at all. So fourth out of five. Okay. Uh, so do I need to go for another answer now? Nope. Goes to okay. Stephen now. Okay. You'll get, you get more opportunities, but mm. that was your first guess. Okay. You know, Federico and I share somewhat of a, a love for the sad, right? Uh, we like emo music. We both wore a lot of black in our past and our present, honestly, looking at my outfit today. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think people may go, they may go that sort of direction, right? Something from the mid-2000s that's a little sad, a little emo. Maybe we don't want to think about it now, you know, how much it uh, it meant to us all then. But I'm going to say 
Garden State. So that preamble that you gave, was this a confident preamble? Well, it was me trying to remember the name of the movie, to be perfectly honest. So this is for Steven's movie. No, this is for your movie. For, uh, we're still guessing my movie. Yeah, you're, we're both guessing your movie, and then we're going to move on to Steven's okay, movie. Okay, I never said Garden State. Okay. What? You haven't seen Garden State? I have seen Garden State. I have never said it's one of my all-time favorite movies. Seems like it should be. Three people wrote in to say Garden State. That is not enough to be in the top five. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going with something that I also must have mentioned. It is one of my all-time favorite movies. Inception. Inception got four. No, no. What what are people guess? Are they... Uh, they uh, mm-hmm. Keep it to yourself. Whatever it is, you know, don't think aloud. You're in competition, Federico. Yeah. The passionate ones can be tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to throw in a Star Wars. Yeah, that's what they did. It's what they Top did. Top answer of 50 points is no, no, Star Wars. No, this, this game is not valid. <laughs> uh, yes. No, come on. Okay, no, now I- Federico, now that that has happened... Okay, yeah, okay, I'm Star going Trek. To I'm going to say a Star Trek. Whoa, whoa, wait a second. I haven't said, said what I'm going to say. The thing to both of you now is, remember how these games go, right? Yeah. It isn't necessarily rem- the answer that makes sense. Right. You got to get into the heads of the listeners. Yes. So, Federico, what is your next guess? Star Trek. I'm afraid that's not on the list at all, oh. actually. <laughs> Everyone just went fully into Star War uh, for you, though. Just so you know, a Star War was 11% of the overall. Wow. So what do we have on the board? Could you remind us? Uh, the top answer, which is Stevens, was Star War. And the fourth highest answer was Titanic, which Federico guessed. Okay, okay. I'm going to say... Hmm, I kinda, I'm going to say The Dark Knight. I don't know. thinking Batman. Dark have Knight. you ever seen that, Federico? No. Come on. No, it's not on the list. No one, no one rhyme with that okay. at all. I was thinking like uh, I'm still in the dark moody thoughts, you know? Uh-huh. All right. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Godfather. Now Federico, tell me that. Tell me why. Why'd you uh, pick the be- Godfather? Because I'm thinking that if people are memeing these mm-hmm. answers, uh, mm-hmm. they are Probably after Star Wars, they would probably go for the stereotypical like Italian movie. Like, ooh, what does the Italian guy like? Surely the Italian guy likes the movie about the Italian mafia. I'm just guessing. Do you like The Godfather, though? I do. <laughs> okay. Well, it's 40 points. So it's the second highest answer with nice. The Godfather. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Your assumption was correct. Nice. Okay. Okay. You're yeah. up, Stephen. Hmm... This is a really hard first question. Maybe they get harder from here. Star War. <laughs> Star War. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Most of the answers were Star War, by the way. Like, mm-hmm. I, I collated mm-hmm. them all together because yeah. it made the most sense. But by and large, it was rather than like Star Wars episode, people just wrote Star War. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. I, thank that you was like, I was like, oh, I'm proud thank of you. you. <laughs> I'm proud thank of you. you. Thank you. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lord of the Ring. I'm going to stay in that vein. Lord of the Ring, singular. <laughs> the Ring? <laughs> I wonder what that meant. Like, what is why? But yeah, okay. Uh, Lord of the Ring, 
It's not on the list at all. Um, this is going to be a final guess, Federico, in this round. I am going to mention a movie franchise that I now, given all the things that have changed, I don't particularly appreciate anymore um, because of J.K. Rowling. But mm-hmm. if people were guessing, I'm going to say one of the Harry Potter movies because when I was little, I did like them. Um, so maybe they guess that it's another popular movie franchise. I'm, I'm going to guess that. Four people wrote in to say Harry Potter, and okay. that is not enough. Okay, uh, now that on the list. you know, but that's good though. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yes. I when I saw started to see Harry, I was like, oh no, oh good, 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 okay, good, okay. good, 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 good sign, good sign. Okay, <laughs> I didn't okay. want it to be like Federico's favorite yeah, movie, okay. Harry Potter. <laughs> okay, good sign, good sign. All okay. right, Stephen, final guess for you. Final guess of this round. Going to go with. I'm gonna throw. Uh, I'm just gonna throw a, p- a Pokemon movie of some description. There were quite a lot of Pokemon movie votes that came in. Okay. Uh, I think we had like Pokemon the first movie uh, was in here. Detective Pikachu too. None of them were enough uh, to make it into the top five. Okay. All right. So what you missed was the fifth highest answer, Avatar, for ten points. I wanted to say that, okay. Fourth highest answer was Titanic, which Federico picked up 20 points for. The third highest answer was The Italian Job. Oh, come on. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen that movie. Come on. Yeah, yeah, uh. yeah, yeah. Uh, nobody got that. 40 points go to Federico for The Godfather, and 50 points for Star War goes okay. to Steven, which brings you t- at the end of the first round, Steven, at 50 points. Federico at 60 points. Mm. Okay. So we will now go to the second round, which, believe it or not, is what is Steven's favorite movie. Okay. Federico, you still get the first pick. Okay. Pirates of the Silicon Valley. Ooh, now, this we did this for a member special, right? We did a rewatch of this? We did, yeah. So I'll ask Steven, actually. Steven, how high would this rate on your personal list? I don't think it'd be in the top five. Well, the passionate ones put it at number two. 40 points. <laughs> yes. <go to> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Stephen, what is your favorite movie? Uh, Back to the Future. Back to the Future. When I saw I saw Back to the Future on the list and I was like, oh, surely that's going to go up there. It got seven writings. That is not enough. That's actually my favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just booked tickets to go see the West End stage show. Ooh. I'm going to see it next month. That's awesome. With the underscores. Hmm. I'm very excited. Nice. Apparently, it's uh, really good. I would not have assumed that would be the case, but apparently, it's really good. So, My turn again? It's your turn. Steve Jobs, the one with the fake actor. <laughs> Michael Fassbender. Yeah, that guy. There were lots of write-ins for both of you for various Steve Jobs movies, but not enough okay. to make it onto the list. Okay, so just the meme one. All right, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> You're stealing from us. Remember when he yells at poor Bill Gates? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Uh, back to me, huh? Mm-hmm. I did a Muppet podcast for a while, so I feel mm-hmm. like maybe they would put uh, a Muppet movie on there. And I'm gonna go with the original one because I think it's the best one. I'm gonna say the Muppet movie. So, like Federico for Pokemon, I condensed the various Muppet movies into one. Mm-hmm. It did not get enough to make it into the top five. But there were seven people also, like the Steve Jobs movies, that knew that you liked the Muppet movie. 
It's back to you, Federico. People think of C1. They think of the movies the C1 like. What are they going to say? While I think of other meme picks, I am going to try the same strategy as before that C1 did. Garden State. Also received quite a lot of write-ins, Garden State did, for Steven. Uh, six, which was, I believe, more than Federico. So maybe they believe Steven to be like a sadder person. Yeah, two, slightly. Two times. Like a... Yeah, six is not enough to make it okay. into the top five. Okay. When I saw Garden State appearing for both of you, I did think it was going to sweep the list, but it didn't. Hmm. You both like really sad songs, and it's like a movie about sad songs. So, My turn again. It's your turn again. My turn again. I'm going to go with, uh, oh gosh, trying to think what my Italian job is. Like when you hear from a dude from Tennessee, (laughs) what do you maybe somewhat problematically think his favorite movie is? (laughs) Uh, I just just don't know like what movies scream the South that Uh. are appropriate to talk about. I'm going to say, know. this is really hard. What what do they think I like? I don't know. Name a Southern movie. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't think it takes place in the South. I think it's in the Midwest, but let's say Twister. Twister. <laughs> <laughs> the one no, about the, about nobody the said Twister. <laughs> no one said Twister. I have it on DVD somewhere. <laughs> Maybe you do. You know what I mean? That's good for you, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You're up, Federico. Just to remind everybody, there is just one correct answer given so okay, far. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, which is Pirates um, of Silicon Valley. I am going with Blade Runner. Ooh, good one. Only one person wrote Oh, wrote come it in, on. Though. People yeah. have no taste whatsoever. Uh-huh. Huh. We saw the second one together. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I mentioned it. Hmm. On the biggest screen I've ever seen. What are people... M- what are people memeing about you, Stephen? I don't know. Hmm. So I would say, right, like this, is, this isn't really going to help you at all. The fourth highest answer, I genuinely cannot understand why it's on the list. Like, I don't <laughs> get it. Mm. Like, maybe there's something here that, like, when I say it, Stephen will go, oh, because of this. And, like, I haven't picked it up. But, like, I don't understand why it's here. What is it? Well, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> we'll to try I will tell you eventually. <laughs> What is it? <laughs> you were just gonna ask him. <laughs> I thought maybe he'd slip, you know? She's like, oh, you it's never this. know, right? Mm, I don't even know. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh this is again one of my favorites. It's my favorite in a genre, so I'm gonna say it and maybe I've said it before and people picked up on it. I'm gonna say Wally. Mm. Good one. So I was convinced Wally was going to be like the one because especially we were just talking about it like two days ago. It picked up six votes. It was not enough to get it in the list. Federico, this is your last guess. Last? No. Okay, but let, let us keep going. Well, I mean, okay, well, you could try a couple more, but you, a couple, you're just, both oh, two just more. completely striking out. All right, two, two more. more. Two more. Yeah. Okay, this and another one for me. I am just going to uh, throw mm. random stuff at these predictions. Mm-hmm. Well, for the last one. First, that might be the say, best thing to do. First, I will say... I'm still going to say Star Wars. Top answer. 50 points go to Federico. <laughs> oh, Star Wars. Man. There we go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I really hope one of you was going to say it, right? Because it's just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. 
Okay. Star Wars. Does that track at all for you, Stephen? I mean, Star I like Wars. Star Wars. I don't. I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know. Empire Strikes Back is probably in the top five. Just so you know, for Federico, it was ten point six percent, and for you, it was eight point five. Hmm. Yeah, a little more diluted. I'm a secret Star Wars fan. Se- Secret Star Wars. Star War. uh, War. It's my turn again, I guess. The star. It is your yes. turn again. Yeah, that's how this works. Uh, Apollo 13. Thank you. Third highest answer goes to Steven. There Apollo 13. See, you think, gotta think. What do people think of you? They think space. That's right. That's right. All right, now it's your final guess. There's two answers on the board, Federico. My final guess is the random one. I'm mm-hmm. going to say Mean Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Did it get on here at all? One person wrote yes. in to say Mean Girls. Yes. Which is not enough. Okay. That's fantastic. Final guess, Stephen. Final guess. Give us the rundown, please. Top answer was Star Wars, 50 points, Federico. Then Pirates of the Caribbean, Federico. And Apollo 13 in a number three. So we got two spots left. Four and five left on the board. Four and five are left. I'm going to say El Camino. Hmm. That's the uh, Breaking Bad movie? Breaking Bad movie. Does not make it on the list. Mm. So that is the end of this round. I'm going to start with number four. This is the one I don't understand. All right. The 20-point answer, Die Hard. I have no idea why that's there. Why is it there? I don't know why it's there. Because of the manly dead energy of it. Maybe. I guess he's very daddy, but like... Well, that That's a different thing. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> this, then now, the fifth highest answer just really annoyed me, which was, I don't know. Now, Aww. just don't answer. You know what I mean? Like, or like, why are you taking the quiz? If you open the quiz and it's all about like, what is Steven like? What is Federico like? It's just don't write, I don't know. It just leave it. Well, anyway, uh, so that was, that was the fifth highest answer was I don't know. Uh, there were some I don't knows for Federico, but I think, Stephen, people have less of a sense of what your movie tastes are. Wow. At the end of round two, it's 150 points to Federico, 80 points to Stephen. Okay. We're going to keep the order today, which is this is how I should run this. Uh, um, no, I'm going to flip it now. I'm going to flip okay. it now. So, Stephen, you will answer first in round three, which is, what is Federico's favorite band? Ooh. Oh, come on. Favorite Super easy. Band. Super easy, Stephen. Here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. There were the top three answers. I can't choose between them as to which one I think the answer okay. is. Well, my gut said, and it's our it's our shared love, is Death Cab for Cutie. Is it going to be enough? 25% of the passionate ones said Death Cab for Cutie. That is the highest answer, 50 points. Boom. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Oasis. That is the second highest answer for Federico. Mm-hmm. 40 points scored. I'm going to say... Going to say, oh, what's the name of the group? Jason likes them too. I haven't gotten into them yet. Um, the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> you heard of those guys? <laughs> yeah, they're up and coming. Uh, what is the the nineteen seventy five? you should get into them. They're very good. Uh, nine people wrote in to say the nineteen seventy five. That is not enough to make it into the top five. I am going to go with My Chemical Romance. Woo! 
boy. Third highest answer. I was hoping that we might get a clean sweep on this one, but, but we didn't. <clears throat> mm-hmm. My Chemical Romance. So do you see Federico, Death Cab, Oasis, My Chemical Romance? I could not choose between those three as to which one I thought was your favorite. With these things, like I always like to imagine, like for whatever weird reason, imagine you are at gunpoint and you need to pick one. Yep. Uh, I don't know why it would be a matter of life or death to pick a favorite band, but let's assume that it is. Um, I would say Oasis. Oh, okay. You see, you don't need to, you're at quiz point right now, you know? <laughs> so you could pick, it doesn't need to be a gun. Just yeah. like you're, you find yourself in a quiz, which is the number one, you know? Yeah. Uh, I believe we're back to Steven now. Yes. We are. You got the fourth and fifth highest answer, the 20 and 10 point left on the board. I'm going to say, because they've been in the news, because they're, they're back, I'm going to say Blink-182. Nice, nice pick. Ooh, that is a good pick. Blink-182 found its way into the list of nine people wrote to say Blink-182. That does not put them high enough. I am going to go next with the meme answer, and I'm going to say the seniors. <laughs> <laughs> the seniors, Federico's band... That will score you 10 points, Federico. That was the fifth highest <laughs> yes. answer that your favorite band it was your own band. Uh, considering there is one answer left on the board, this will be the final round. Stephen? Okay. There's a lot of pressure to wrap this up now. Death Cab, Oasis, My Chemical Romance. Blank, The Seniors. Yeah, now it could be anything at this point. Yeah, this is the wild card. You know, the killers, the killers made an appearance. They got eight people mm-hmm. right in for them. That is not enough to put them in the fourth position. Federico, close out the round, please. Mm, I'm going to say Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World, four people. No, we need to cast your mind back to the previous round. The fourth highest answer for 20 points was Maniskeen. Uh, Which yes. I think is a good pick. You know, there are a lot of just like. Italian bands and Italian singers on this list. Like, you know, like people just like putting you in the Italian pocket. We've got right. Lorenzo Giovanotti. 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 Is in here. Yes. We've got, what did it just say? Italian 90s band Schisma. Who? What? Schis- I don't know. That's what it says. I don't know what it, Schisma? I don't know what it means. Yeah. No, I don't know. And there's one answer, I think my favorite answer, which is, it's a universal fact that Federico dislikes music and audio in general. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Great answer. Thank God. We okay. finished round three. Okay. Steven, you have 130 points. Federico, you have 230 points. Mm. We are also now halfway through today's quizzes. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Indeed. When it comes to hiring, you need to trust your gut. But what if you could give your gut some extra help? When you want to find top talent fast, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. And if you hate waiting, Indeed's U.S. data shows that over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. Instant Match really is incredible. As soon as you sponsor a post, you'll get a short list of quality candidates 
and you can invite them to apply right away. Join more than the 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. Visit indeed.com connected to start hiring now. That's I-N-D-E-E-D, indeed.com connected. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing is not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our thanks to Indeed for the support of the show and Relay FM. All right, we now move into, believe it or not, what is Steven's favorite band? Mm-hmm. Steven, you will get the first pick on this one. Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. <laughs> 50 points. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else does Steven like? The question. Beyond Death Cab for Cutie. I uh, I honestly have no idea. Um, because mostly Steven and I, we just talk about Death Cab for Cutie. Is the problem. Uh, yeah, no, well, I'm going to say the Postal Service. Did not make it into the top five. What? All right. I, I feel like at this point, it is only fair that that two people wrote in the Postal Service. I think most people wrote in Def Cab. Now, I've known Steven for like how many years now? 13. Like mm-hmm. 13 years, right. There are four more bands on this list. I don't think I've ever known him to listen to any of this music. <laughs> so it's totally I random. Cannot, okay. no, I don't think it's random. I, genuinely, I don't think it's random. I cannot fathom the answers given. Now, just mm. like put this in perspective, 28% of people said Death Cab. And then it gets really small, right? So mm. like the second okay. highest answer was 3% of the responses. I do not know why the next four are here. All right. Okay. So this is maybe one of them I wouldn't I could imagine Stephen would have listened to. So I want you to now go into it with that. I feel like if you two try and guess logical bands, we'll be here all afternoon, right? So we're now back around to Stephen. With that in mind, what is your next pick? Wait, did he pick? Yeah. I, I said the oh, that's right. That's right. Anyway. Yeah, I'm still in shock over that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm just trying to think of like music people would have heard at our events or bands I've talked about online. I'm going to say the Avid Brothers. Yeah. See, you're not listening to me, are you? Right. Because I know, I know, but like I'm trying to like see maybe there's some sort of hint. Uh huh. Well, well, the the Avid Brothers, no one wrote them in at all. That's, that's I'm unfortunate. Gonna, I'm, I'm oh, actually, say... sorry. One person did. Apologies. Yeah. I forgot it's, to look for the My friend in the Avid Brothers. Yeah. I'm gonna say the uh, the Dave Matthews band. Oh no! Unbelievable! Yes, the twenty point answer. Come yes. on, fourth highest answer. Dave Matthews band. Why? <laughs> Why? You've confused me with Casey List. It feels American, but I don't understand. It's it feels it's uniquely American. But fifteen people wrote in to say Dave Matthews band. Mm-hmm. That's I don't think they're joking, and I don't understand. That's that's wild, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like there are other ones on here where I think maybe they're joking. Uh, also, I don't know, but the Dave Matthews Band thing, I can't fathom it. It doesn't make any sense to me. But yes, the fourth highest answer is Dave Matthews Band. Twenty mm-hmm. points go to Federico. Wow. So that's how we're gonna play this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about like 
big bands that people think like dads listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Weezer. Yeah. It's a dad band. Yeah. yeah. Good one. Five people said Weezer. Oh, that was a good one, though. That is not making it into the top mm. five. So it's always bands, right? Because the question was bands, not music artists. I say bands, people just interpret that the way they want to. Uh, so Dave Matthews bands, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Aerosmith. Oh, interesting. One person said Aerosmith. <laughs> wow. Okay. It is not enough. I'm going to lean into the uh, problematic voting and say Elvis. <laughs> Elvis, Elvis Presley, king of rock and roll. That was his thing, right? Mm-hmm. King of rock and roll, taking care of business. Five people said Elvis. That is not enough. Okay. I am going to go with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift actually got a lot of writings for both of you. Or at least I should say some writings for both of you. Uh, six people wrote in Taylor Swift. <laughs> Okay. Which does not put her on the list. I'm the problem. It's me. Uh, I'm going to go with... There's, by, the, by the way, for the record, not a single mm-hmm. Dave Matthews Band song in my music library. I've, <laughs> I knew this. Like, I didn't need to ask <laughs> you. Went, I, I know, but I feel like I need to defend myself. And, like, this is not about, like, throwing shade at Dave Matthews No, it band, is a little right? bit. Like, whatever. It's just, like, I know that Stephen doesn't listen <laughs> to them, and I don't know where this has come from. Well, they confused me with with Casey. Maybe they'll confuse me with another uh, ATP host, and I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Fish, and that will get you forty points. It is wow. the second highest. Come answer. on, wow. yeah, I don't know what is happened. there a gas wow. leak out there when people are filling this form out? Wow, I th- I don't know what it is. I think maybe. You only talk about Death Cab, so like people think it's the only yeah. band you like. 159 gonna, people said Death Cab. Mm-hmm. I was going to mention Fish, but then I was like, no, I mean, come on. It cannot be true after Dave Matthews. Man, hey, man, the only have... fish I'm into is the weird fish. Yeah. Yeah, thank baby. You. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to go with... We have more picks, right? Yeah, there's two uh, left on the board. Okay, one of mine, um, I don't know. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen and or Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band picked up two votes. Mm. So, <laughs> so one of each. On yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you one more pick each. One more pick. Okay. Oasis. Nope. I am leaning into the problematic, I guess, answers. I'm going to go with... No, actually, I don't know. Maybe something old from the South. Are they? Where are they from the South? I don't even know. The the Jacksons Five. <laughs> no, <laughs> not all the Jackson Five. This went by in the chat. Now I don't know if this if there is if this is a meme like a collective meme. I can't imagine that it was because we had fish. We had Dave Matthews Band. Oh, the third you highest too. answer was you too. You too. Oh my Which is God. John's favorite band. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I but see the thing is, no way did these hundreds of people work together. Right? So like, mm. I don't know what happened here. The fifth highest answer was the Beatles. 
The fourth highest answer, Dave Matthews Band. Third is U2. Second was Fish. One was Death Cab for Cutie. That was a train wreck of a round. Wow. Uh, but, Stephen, you did pick yeah, up... Yeah, you're, you're not up to the strongest start this year, Mike. Can I just say? Not the strongest start. What are you start. talking about? This has got nothing to do with me. Mm. I, I do not control mm. the results, right? Mm. What I will say, Stephen, is this is on you. You need to be more open with your music tastes. True. Because I feel true. like they got Federico pretty much down to a T, except for the one meme answer. Yeah, you don't you don't share enough music, Stephen. Right? That is Death something Camp, that is Oasis, true about you. Oasis, My Chemical Romance, Maniskin, and the Seniors. Yeah. You know? I mean, pretty much right there. Okay. But you did pick up 90 points, mm. which now brings you to 220 points to Federico's 250 points. And we go into the final pair of the first quizzes of 2023. Okay. And Federico, you will get to answer first this round. Okay. The question is, what is Federico's favorite app? App? App. <laughs> Shortcuts. Shortcuts picked up 25.7% of the vote, putting it as the second highest answer. Mm-hmm. You pick up 40 points for Shortcuts. Obsidian. The highest answer was Obsidian with 54% of the overall vote in this round. Put down your text editor and smoke it. We go back around to you, Federico. There are three more answers left on the board. Interesting, interesting. Um, Reader, the RSS client. One person wrote in with Reader. That will not put it in the top five. Okay. Hmm. But you could have guessed that, I think. I'm going to lean into the time we live in, and I'm going to say Ivory. Uh, This was before Mastodon, I think. This was before. One person said Ivory. Mm. Well, actually, I only closed the voting today, but we were only talking about it over the last few weeks. So that does not put Ivory on the list. Timery. Fifth highest answer, Timery. Ten points goes to Federico. Safari. Interesting. Safari.app, some people might probably call it, I mm-hmm. expect. That is the fourth highest answer. 20 points go to Steven. Okay, uh, music. Music is not on the list. How many do we have left? One, the third highest answer. 30 points on the board available. Mm, good tasks. Not one person said good task. Mm-hmm. The guy who makes good tasks. No, nobody said it. Oh, not even that. Not even that person. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. Reminders. Four people said reminders. That is not enough to get it in the top third spot. Come on, give us another round. I'm gonna give you another round. Well, I mean, there there is another one because Stephen has one, and then you're gonna get one more go because you went first, Federico. So I get one more. I don't need to blow this. No, no, you get two more. You get two more. Federico went first. Okay. So you get one, Federico, and then you back to you again. I'm gonna say uh, music box. I was looking. What at is it that on my home screen? <laughs> music box, the, the app to save new music releases. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> no one wrote it in. Can you give me the list again, Mike? The highest answer was Obsidian. Second was Shortcuts. Third is Unpicked so far. Fourth highest answer Safari. Fifth is Timery. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, I will go with Discord. Nobody said it. Interesting. Mm. Steven, your final pick of the round. I think I'm going to stay in the music lane. I'm going to say 
uh, Marvis Pro. Ah, yes. That will pick you up 30 points nice. yes. to close out the Damn. round for, for, okay. for Federico's favorite app. Now putting Steven in the lead with 320 points to Federico's 300 points as we go into the final round of the quizzes today. Believe it or not, it is what is Steven's favorite app. Federico, you pick first. Devon Think. Devon Think is the second. <sighs> okay. Most popular answer. You pick up 40 points for that, Federico. Remember the milk. 39.5% of the respondents said remember the milk. That is the highest answer. It's the yeah. top answer. 50 points go to Stephen. However, one thing I must notice on this, which was absolutely hilarious to me. I got things like, forget the milk. <laughs> things like the things that people wrote in was just incredible i collated them i knew what they were going for but just that like it's called remember the milk and people were like forget the milk mm. <laughs> it was there were lots of those it was very good i don't think people were doing it intentionally yeah. federica we come back around to you we have the 30 20 and 10 left on the board okay fantastical fantastical Eight people wrote in Fantastical. That does not get it into the top five. Carrot Weather. The third most popular answer was Carrot Weather. Picking Stephen up 30 points. We just have the 20 and 10 left on the board today. Hmm. Overcast. 20 points go to Federico with the fourth highest answer being Overcast. So we have one left on the board for a total of 10 points. Timery. Timery is not on the list. Male. <laughs> Male is not on the list. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Thank goodness. Oh. Group me. <laughs> Group yourself. No, I didn't make it on there at all. That's Federico, good. This is your final pick. Final, final. Steven's favorite app. I don't know. I am going to say photos. That is not our fifth most popular answer, Stephen. You have the final pick to close out the quizzes today. Fifth most favorite app. Todoist. That is not it either. It was Safari. With Safari. 10 points oh. Not really an exciting one to end. No. Uh, I would like to thank the passionate ones for writing in. There are still more questions in the how do the, do the passionate ones know you, which we will get to in a later installment of the quizzes. Now let me give you the points after today's first round. Federico was off to a storming start, flying ahead in the beginning, but tables turned. At yeah. 360 points is Federico Vedici, but in the lead with 400 points, Stephen Hackett. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, installment of the quizzes. I will now hand you back to Connected. So the HomePod reviews are out. <laughs> <laughs> they, they are, they are, and the the theme, deja vu, <laughs> right? Yeah, it sounds good. It looks very much the same. Uh, Siri is still kind of kind of bad, and the white model still leaves rings on hardwood furniture. I just don't understand this product. I don't get it. I don't know why they've done it. I don't know what the point of it is. I don't understand it doesn't make any sense to me i don't know why it's the price the way it is like i just i don't think it makes sense to like fill a hole in the market like they don't need to do that like i don't get it 
it's uh, yeah. I don't know if they've done enough here to make it to make it successful because it's basically the same as it was, mm-hmm. and it wasn't successful last time. And so I just the I just don't mini know. exists. I, I just like the Home Mini. Why I don't I'm, I just can't work out why typically people would choose the Home Pod over the Home Pod Mini. Like if you want like do you like do people want it to be physically larger? Like what do you you know? Yeah, I don't I don't get it at this point. It doesn't make sense to me. They might think it's a good product for people who want a a Home Pod Mini that sounds louder and bigger like the it's very lacking of imagination and flexibility like i think especially now compared to five years ago in the smart home market we have all kinds of you know form factors and different styles of speakers both from amazon and google and sonos that can slide into different types of contexts and scenarios around the home. You got small speakers, medium, big speakers, sound bars, speakers with a display, big and small, um, tons of different configurations with tons of different colors because of all the different needs that we have around the house. And here we have a speaker from five years ago that it's basically the same, uh, has a temperature sensor inside and uh, has fewer speakers inside, but it sounds still pretty good. It's just kind of a... Apple had a job and they did the bare minimum required to kind of like, yeah, I guess we'll do this and, you know, we'll bring compatibility with matter and that's it. Like, it feels like something that they did, I don't want to say out of spite, but just because they had to. And I don't know, it kind of feels uninspired, you know? Yeah, it's it's that, you know, for, for, for five years... And we still have a HomePod and a HomePod Mini, and that's it. It's like, Why okay. did they stop selling the other one? Uh, there must have been something inside that they, they didn't want to keep producing for another, you know, five years or so. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what exactly. Um, maybe supply chain reasons. Maybe they really wanted to have the temperature sensor inside. Um, I'm sure there was some component. Yeah, but they didn't need to stop selling it, right? Like, that's not what they do. They always would just sell it up until they re- revised the product. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just like weird to me of like, they stopped selling the HomePod and, and for years and then replaced it with the same thing that's same just thing. very slightly different, which they would do normally, right? But like, why did they stop yeah. Well, do you remember the stories uh, back then that like you would get a HomePod and the the OS version on it would be like two years out of date? Like, yeah, there were questions like, did they make so many and they just sat in a warehouse and so someone got mad and just like killed it? I mean, so many questions and and why after years is it back now and the same? Like, I cannot. Um, I was so surprised that it didn't look like a big HomePod Mini. Like, I really thought they were going to go there and. They just didn't. And, you know, they took they took a couple of tweeters out and hopefully they resolved whatever electrical issues that have killed a lot of HomePods for a lot of people, including two of mine. So hopefully it's better, even if it's the same. But uh, yeah, so many questions about where this fits and why now and why the long delay. I would love to know more because it, I get the feeling like someone at Apple really wants this to exist and everyone else is like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And so they kind of do the bare minimum and... It's out now. Like, I mean, if you want a big HomePod, like, that's awesome. You know, I've got one of mine left and it sounds amazing. 
but when it dies, because I'm sure it will, I'm going to replace it with a Mini because that's good enough and the price is way better. The one good thing they added to this one is a removable power cable. Yes, that that's awesome. Like mine sits on the kitchen counter, four inches away from the power plug, and I have this all this braided cable like velcroed up behind it. And with this one, you I could get a really you know short cable from like Amazon or something, and have a much cleaner setup. So I was really glad to see that. It's because for me, like in the new house, we have like the the previous owners had built like a tv thing into the walls so it's mm. like a space for the tv and then spaces on either sides where they put lights but i will eventually put speakers in there right so and they would fit perfectly the home pods but it just has like a small hole for a cable to go through and the current home pods that's not gonna work i have to do a massive hole to put a plug through it right but now this would work for me. But now I found Sonos and I'm going down that route. But like then, then you know, like if I hadn't found Sonos and was I felt that that was a better product for me, I probably would have replaced both of my HomePods for this one exact reason. Because then I would have only need, needed to make a much smaller hole to put the cable through from behind the wall. Right? That's great. Uh, but that's that's like it, and that's not really anything to be honest. It's not really anything. Hmm. It's like oh, you can take the cable out it's like oh, great yeah i don't know maybe there was a they they, they wanted to stop manufacturing it for whatever reason and uh if they have a bigger vision for the kind of home accessory they want to sell if they have one i assume they do uh it's taking longer than expected as i am guessing it will be a, a recurring theme with apple products you know except the iphone uh, maybe that never takes the back seat, but everything else, given that they're working on the headset, everything else is going to take a little more time, I suppose, while Apple finishes up the work on the headset and gets the whole ecosystem ready. And of course, also works on the iPhone 15 line. Everything else will probably take longer. I mean, happy to be proven wrong here, but, uh, you know, after five years that they entered the home market, uh, they, they still have two basic speakers and nothing else. Uh, people like me and Mike, you know, uh, we're now homeowners. I mean, I am now a homeowner. Mike has been for a while, but, you know, got a new house. You're looking for for smart home products. And like, okay, I just, uh, you know, you're looking for that flexibility. You're looking for that, like, uh, I, I want to have more options than just two. And so it, I, I think it's necessary if you are really serious about the smart home market to go after that flexibility for uh, form factors, for colors, for you know, um, connectivity to multiple services, you got to be flexible, you got to be versatile. And so far, Apple is not. It's it's really just kind of boring. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Capital One. A Capital One technology makes direct deposits available up to two days sooner. It improves fraud defense with machine learning and helps businesses manage data challenges in the cloud with Slingshot, the first solution from Capital One software. Search technology at Capital One to learn more. Our thanks to Capital One for their support of the show and Relay FM. Capital One, what's in your wallet? We've been talking about our desire for Apple to get weird. And over the last couple of days, there have been competing rumors. So uh, earlier in the week, uh, our friend Ming-Chi Kuo reported that Apple was working on a foldable tablet with a kickstand. 
for twenty twenty four. A carbon fiber me. kickstand at that. Give it to me. For twenty twenty four. And yes. then the next day, Mark Gurman and Ross Young clapped back, as the kids Ooh. say, saying yeah, right. that they've heard, quote, nothing about a foldable iPad okay. for twenty twenty four. But Young goes on to say their supply chain chatter about a twenty point five inch foldable notebook for mm. the year 2025 but more details are unknown that he has no details on if this is a mac or an ipad or something else i love the spice i love when when rumors disagree and people fight it out in the streets of mastodon but uh what do y'all what do y'all think about this i mean federico you and i've talked about last week about the form factor and how important that is mike you have experience with foldables so let's uh, let's get into this uh, first of all, do you think that um, Mark and Ross, they gossip behind the scenes with each other? Yes. They're like, uh, yeah, okay, me too. I expect they all do. I don't know. I, 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 obviously, this rumor, the you know, the, the rumor from my boy Ming-Chi uh, sounds incredible. Like uh, and a bigger iPad that folds with a carbon uh, fiber kicks. And I mean, give like... I would pay serious money for that kind of product. Obviously, it all comes down to the software, but we're going to talk about that later. Uh, I've been uh, I've been following this this scene over the past couple of months, as you know, as per my desire to get weird with technology. And I've been I've been uh, taking a look at, at a lot of different options. And I think first of all, when we hear this rumor, and this is also why I want to hear Mike's take. The main question is, are we looking at what kind of product are we looking here? Uh, is it a small tablet that can turn into a phone? So, you're, you know, when it's closed, you have the footprint of a phone and then you open it and, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it becomes this sort of mini tablet, sort of in the style of the most popular foldable, I would say, like the Samsung Galaxy Fold, or arguably you also have a spin-off of, of that device, which I want to talk about later, uh, which is the Microsoft Surface Duo. That is two screens that are sort of separated, um, but it folds in that it becomes a smaller device and you fold it open and it's got a 360 degree hinge, so you can choose to use two screens side by side or just one screen at a time? Or are we looking at this other category, this other up-and-coming category of products? I believe there is one shipping product in this category, one that is coming out very soon from Lenovo, uh, which is the foldable laptop, like the folding laptop, meaning you got a screen, like you got a, uh, usually like a 16 or 17-inch uh, display that folds... And so you can choose to use it as a like as a large monitor in front of you, and it's also a tablet, of course. It supports multi-touch, so you can either put it upright, um, or you can use it as a giant tablet on your lap. But you can also use it, you know, folding the display uh, in half. It turns into a small laptop, like a, like a eleven inch or twelve inch laptop, and you can either use a software keyboard in the lower half of the display or put a keyboard accessory on top of it. What kind of product do we think Apple is working on and what kind of product do we think they should work on? What's, what's your take on this, Mike? Where I'm struggling it is, I think, the most important question is which operating system hmm. are they targeting? <laughs> because then it's very different. Because, like... yeah. 
a folding screen with an iPad is not particularly helpful unless there's also a screen on the outside, right? So like your mini on the outside, pro on the inside, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just like me. Uh, so <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you know. Interesting perspective. Okay. Uh, you know, I think everybody's taller than me. Uh, so that if it's iPad OS, I feel like it has to be that. I feel like just a big iPad that you can fold in half to put in your bag doesn't feel compelling. Like I don't really get that as a as a product right now. Um, and that is, you know, maybe more akin to the Surface Duo. Remember, there was the Surface Neo as well, which is a product that was yeah. cancelled. Which was yeah, it was cancelled. Effectively, this it was like two screens. Uh, but it was a Windows PC. And that was, like, cool because it was new, but it was a PC, right? Like, it wasn't a tablet. Mm-hmm. I do think that if Apple do this, they're not going to do the two screens thing. It's a one-screen thing, and it would be an elegant foldable. I think because that is the nice design option, right, rather than the two-screen thing. And even Microsoft, I believe, it, they're switching to a traditional foldable design with the Surface Duo 3. Yeah, I think that that's what everyone wants to go for eventually. Yeah, and Google is coming out with the Pixel Fold at some point in the spring, in theory. So, yeah, that's uh, the traditional design, yeah. So, like my honestly, at the moment, with the way that this is being described, which is a 20.5-inch foldable screen, notebook, mm-hmm. whatever, I think this is a laptop not mm-hmm. an iPad. So I expect it's running macOS. And it will do something like these devices that we've seen recently. I know you put you put the Asus ZenBook into the show notes you mentioned it a moment ago where you can have this like magnetic keyboard that attaches to the top of it if you want that. But it is a you know, like it is a big screen of a kickstand, so you can stand it up and watch content on it, but you can also fold it, you know, halfway so you could use it as a laptop with a software keyboard or a hardware keyboard. That kind of makes the most sense to me, unless they're going to put a screen on the outside. Otherwise, like I kind of can't get my head around this being an iPad. Yeah, I mean, what would the benefit of a folding iPad be? I mean, surely uh, there's the the question of well, I I feel that when I'm working with an iPad, even when it's a 12.9 inch iPad Pro, I feel constrained by uh, by multitasking, by stage manager, I wish I had more space for managing Windows. Uh, the thing is, though, that sentiment is uh, in direct opposition to the reality of stage manager, which manages the Windows for you. So maybe maybe Apple has a bigger plan in the future to say, well, you wanted to have traditional windowing and multitasking, uh, we're going to give it to you uh, and we're going to give you a bigger iPad that folds. So you still have the compact size when you want to fold it close and put it in a, in a bag or something. Uh, and maybe you, when you don't want to use the big display, but when you're working, we can also give a bigger iPad, much bigger surface, and we're going to give you much better windowing than Stage Manager, so you can have this larger canvas for managing your windows. Yeah, but 13-inch laptops exist, right? Like, they're the most popular laptop. They don't... <laughs> the only way to fix it is to make the screen 20 inches. <laughs> as, I am, as I am saying this, I don't even believe this theory myself. I'm just <laughs> trying to come up with with a, a, an excuse for this kind of product. Stephen, where are you leaning? Where, what, where are you leaning at the moment in this conversation? I lean toward it being iPad OS. 
I, I can't imagine that they would jump to something this radical without having touch already on the Mac at this point. And like, you know, that that's another rumor out there, right there, that, that touch is going to come oh, yeah. to yeah. the Mac within a couple of years. This seems like an awfully fast moving change for the Mac, but I can see it fitting in a little bit better on the iPad side. Mm, that's a very good point, right? Like you could introduce touch on the Mac with this product, right? Um, but I agree with you that like touch on the Mac to do it right is a big project. Now, maybe they did start it two years ago, but I don't know. That's not what the recent rumors have said. So yeah, on that, when you look at it on that, it does make more sense for the, for the iPad. I'm just really struggling to understand what the benefit is of like a 20 inch iPad that you can fold in half. Like, is it just so it's more portable? Like, is that really worth it folding in half and like all the cost? Yeah, maybe the idea would be you want to have a bigger iPad, but we think a bigger iPad that's like, well, if, we, if we gave you a 20 inch iPad and it's just a big, you know, 20 inch slab of glass, you wouldn't be able to carry that anywhere, really. It's, it'd be like almost like carrying an iMac or something. Uh, but what if you could fold it in half and it becomes a more manageable product to sort of lug around? I could see that, but personally, I am leaning toward the um, laptop style. I think, uh, especially given what we are seeing uh, right now coming out of the PC market, and if you give it a couple of years, and if you think that's the right direction for this kind of product, I think Apple could do something that is much nicer uh, than the first, uh, I don't want to say prototypes, because they are products you can buy, you can use, but they are first versions of something that I think is a more compelling product. And the product I'm, look, I'm, I'm thinking about is the, uh, the Asus Zambook Fold. So this thing is a, effectively, it's like a giant thick tablet, uh, and it's a Windows PC, it runs Windows. Um, and it's got a kickstand, right? It's a, uh, it's, so you, you, you can open it up and it becomes like a 17-inch like a display. And you can use it in front of you as a, as a giant display. Uh, and it comes with this keyboard accessory. And the keyboard accessory is like, imagine like, a, like, a, like a, the, the keyboard part of the Magic Keyboard, but just the keyboard. And it's got a mini trackpad and everything. So when the display is open in front of you, you can use it as, a, you know, as a as a like an external keyboard in front of the display. Or if you fold the thing, what I was mentioning before, when you fold the device, it bec- you can place it. You can physically place the keyboard on top of the lower half, and it kind of looks like a laptop. It kind of looks like you got a laptop there. And then, of course, if you want, you can you can just use the thing as a giant tablet, right? So if you want to use a 17-inch tablet, there's also that, as, that form factor. But obviously, like, I think Apple can do a much nicer job here. Like, th- this first... Uh, foldable laptops that are coming out. Lenovo, they have one. I don't know. I don't remember the name. Uh, I think it was supposed to ship last year and it didn't, uh, but it's coming out soon. It is a ThinkPad. It it is a ThinkPad. It's got a name, Um, but it it is a ThinkPad and it actually looks nicer. I think it's going to be nicer. X1. X1. I, I think it's gonna be nicer than the, uh, than, than the Asus one, but, um, 
I mean, you look at these fir this first uh, foldables, they're thick and they have fans in them, obviously, because they, you know, uh, they run windows. Um, they're plasticky, they got thick bezels. But if you set aside for a moment, like the, um, the, f the first rough drafts, of these products. And again, they're not drafts because people can actually spend money on them. But if you set that aside and you project that idea, you know, three years into the future, four years into the future, and you think, okay, uh, now this product can be something much nicer. And imagine if you could have like a giant screen uh, and, and it runs Mac OS and it runs uh, an operating system that lets you do whatever you want. Maybe it's got two, three Thunderbolt ports on it, uh, great battery life, no fans, Apple quality display that folds. And you, if you want, you can use it as a laptop or you can hold it, use it as a, as a big tablet and I think that product is very compelling because it, it would explain the kickstand, right? The kickstand because, well, what if you want to fold it open and use it in front of you, but with a keyboard and mouse? I mean, to go back to what Stephen was saying, though, like, you can do all of this. still could be an iPad, right? Like, you can use an iPad in laptop configuration if you want to, right? And that's just, you, they give you a magic keyboard. Or, you know, like, there is a possibility for it to be that. Yeah, I just don't. I just. I feel like I'm. I'm just very skeptical of um, Apple of iPadOS being ready for this, and Apple also willing to. Uh, my my main issue is I don't know what Apple is thinking in terms of iPadOS at this at this point in time, and I don't think we probably will for at least another year. Unfortunately, uh, I just I am not sure that they are ready to go beyond stage manager yet. I don't know. Uh, if you ask me today, like, where do you expect stage manager to be three years from now, four years from now? I don't know. I don't know. Because at some point, I mean, I, I said it last episode, uh, they, they brought me to the point where I'm wishing for an iPad that runs macOS. But at some point, an Apple will say no to the idea of convergence between two platforms. But Eventually, it, it's got to happen, right? If, if you're making computers that have touch and tablets that have keyboards, at what point, X years down the line, at what point are you making the same thing twice? Like if the, if the future is for Macs to get touch and for displays to get thinner and foldable, and if the future is for tablets to also support indirect manipulation and, and multi-window and multitasking, at what point, X years from now, are you effectively doing the same homework twice? Yeah, I, I mean, I think they're already there in some areas. <laughs> in some areas, they are already there. So you're, 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 doing this, you're completing the same task in two slightly different ways. Like stage manager is one of them, right? And stage manager is one of them. Yeah. And, 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 and years ago, we would have looked at iPadOS as, oh, this is the chance to, like, of a do-over, right? Uh, it's a do-over for desktop metaphors to do, it in a, to do them in a better way. But as we have seen over the years, they are doing them differently. I'm not sure they're doing them in a better way after all. And they always stop sort of halfway there, they always stop short of other features that you need macOS for. And so at some point I kind of wonder, maybe, uh, maybe it's just more efficient to make one platform that can do it all. 
rather than two that have a bunch of weird asterisks f- about the differences between them. Yeah, I don't know. This is a very this is a very perplexing. This one, it's very perplexing. Yes, there's uh, and we're we're talking like at the very least two years, three years from now. Until then, if you want to read stuff that we've uh, talked about this episode, <laughs> you know, the next couple of years, you got nothing going on. <laughs> Hell no. Only until then. Only until then. Uh, relay.fm slash connected slash 435. There's a bunch of cool stuff you can do when you're on that, that, that specific webpage. You can become a member. You get Connected Pro, which is a longer ad-free version of the show each and every week. In addition to that, you get access to the Relay FM members Discord, a bunch of really awesome wallpapers, a cool monthly newsletter, some members-only podcasts. It's a great time. So uh, go join up and uh, enjoy Connected Pro. You can also leave feedback or follow-up. There is a link there on the page to a form that goes straight into our CMS, and uh, we uh, get your feedback and check it out for each and every episode. You can find us all online. You can find Federico at maxstories.net, where he's the editor-in-chief. Uh, there with his awesome team of uh, of App Store explorers. Oh, I feel nice. like y'all need a title. I like that. That's cool. You're plumbing the depths of the App Store so we don't have to. Okay, you, you don't need to go farther than that. You're... Yeah, yeah it's okay, Stephen. Explorers was okay. You can find uh, Mike... He uh, hosts a bunch of shows here on Relay FM, and he is the co-founder of Cortex Brand. You can go learn more about that at cortexmerch.com. Good time to start on your, uh, you know, if you, if you miss January, now's a good time to get started on your yearly theme. There's never a better time than right now, you know what I mean? There's never a better time than February 1st to think about the new year. <laughs> <laughs> you added one shot, all right? Didn't go well in the first month. Start Let's right give now. give it another go. You know what they say, new month, new me. That's a very popular saying. They do say that. You can find me on Mac Power Users every Sunday here on Relay FM, and I also write over at 512pixels.net. I'd like to thank our sponsors, ExpressVPN, Indeed, and Capital One. Until next week, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.